Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? Number 391, and I'd like to read the third verse. Of all that was and is to come, the present holds the mind and cause. For God lives in eternal laws, and here today upholds his throne. Hymn 391. If you would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website. And on the home page, you will see the place, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that and you will see where to click for the Wednesday evening text. The theme for tonight is Fear Not. The readings will now be given by Florence from Georgia. The Bible. Second. Timothy, God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Joshua, 
Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to the, all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage? Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Matthew. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them. And he healed their sick. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately 
Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore dost thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. Second Timothy. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such and away. Psalm, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. God is our refuge and strength, the very present help in trouble. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. Be still and know that I am God. I will now read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Christian scientific practice begins with Christ's keynote of harmony. Be not afraid. Fear, heat, inflammation, anxiety, ignorance, error, desire, caution. Nothing but the power of truth can prevent the fear of error and prove man's dominion over error. Nothing is more disheartening than to believe that there is a power opposite to God or good and that God endows this opposing power with strength to be used against himself, against life, health, and harmony. The cause of all so-called disease is mental, immortal fear, a mistaken belief or conviction of the necessity and power of ill health. Also a fear that mind is helpless to defend the life of man and incompetent to control it. Without this ignorant human belief, any circumstance, is of itself powerless to produce suffering. It is latent belief in disease as well as the fear of disease which associates sickness with certain circumstances and causes the two to appear conjoined even as poetry and music are reproduced in union by human memory. Disease has no intelligence. Fevers 
are aerosol various types. The quickened pulse, coated tongue, febrile heat, dry skin, pain in the head and limb are pictures drawn upon the body by a mortal mind. The images held in this disturbed mind frighten conscious thought. Unless the fever picture drawn by millions of mortals and image on the body through the belief that mind is in matter and discord is as real as harmony is destroyed through science, it may rest at length on some receptive thought and become a fever case, which ends in a belief called death which belief must be finally conquered by eternal life. Ignorant of our God-given rights, we submit to unjust decrees and the bias of education enforces the slavery. Be no more willing to suffer the illusion that you are sick or that some disease is developing in the system than you are to yield to a sinful temptation on the ground that sin has its necessities. Consciousness constructs a better body when faith in matter has been conquered. Correct material belief by spiritual understanding and spirit will form you anew. You will never fear again except to offend God and you will never believe that heart or any portion of the body can destroy you. It is plain that nothing can be added to the mind already full. There is no door through which evil can enter and no space for evil to fill in a mind filled with goodness. Good thoughts are an impervious armor clad therewith you are completely shielded from the attacks of error of every sort. The right thinker abides under the shadow of the Almighty. His thoughts can only reflect peace, goodwill towards men, health and holiness. Trust in him whose love enfolds thee. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, divine love is never so near as when all earthly joys seem most afar. It is truth and love that cast out fear and heal the sick, and mankind are better because of this. If I change in religious views, of the patient comes with the change to health. Our Father has done this. For the human mind and body are made better only by divine influence. Divine love is our hope, strength, and shield. We have nothing to fear when love is at the helm of thought, but everything to enjoy on earth and in heaven. Never ask for tomorrow. It is enough 
that divine love is an ever-present help. And if you wait, never doubting, you will have all you need every moment. What a glorious inheritance is given to us through the understanding of omnipresent love. More we cannot ask, more we do not want, more we cannot have. The sweet assurance is the peace be still to all human fears, to suffering of every sort. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 181. Loving Father, we thy children look to thee in fear's dark night, while the angels of thy presence guide us upward to the light. Hymn number 181.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. At all our meetings and services, we read from the King James Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science. Our website, plainfieldcs.com, has a wealth of the very finest Christian science literature anywhere to read, study, and listen to, and some other writings by Mrs. Eddy that you may not have known about, and also writings by students who lived in her home and were daily taught directly by her. So browse through the website. There is never a charge. It's all free. Our goal is to share this teaching with all who will live it and use it to bless all mankind. We have a total of 17 different websites in a variety of languages so that people all around the world can hear the truths of pure Christian science in their own language. Every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, we have our roundtable discussion. This is where we discuss different aspects of the weekly lesson and other current topics and learn how to better understand and to live Christian science in our daily lives. So be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Then, right after the round table, our Sunday morning church service begins at 11. So be sure to join us at both of these, the round table at 10 a.m. and the church service at 11. Our Sunday school also meets every Sunday morning at 11. The Sunday school isn't limited to those who live in and around Plainfield. Many of the students call in on a dedicated teleconference number from out of state. So if you have a child who would like to attend the Sunday school, call the church to get the phone number and they can attend by phone too. We'll be happy to welcome them. And we also have a well-equipped nursery for infants and toddlers at all our services. So if you're able to get here, be sure to bring the little ones along too. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, 
we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your telephone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian science. Bruce. As you all probably know, our lesson for this week is on truth. It's a subject that is very near and dear to me, and I'm so grateful for the lesson writers who put together a really um, wonderfully inspired lesson. You know, uh, from the uh, responsive reading, it tells us that God commanded the light to shine out of darkness. That's pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, we all are looking for the truth of things. It's just a natural thing that, that we do so. And when we do, it's like we have a level of confidence, the fact that truth really is there and it can be known. Otherwise, why would we even bother? And uh, it's so true. I had an experience long ago, actually when I was a young child, and you know how it is when kids get together and they talk about the things that they've been taught or think, and the discussion came up, well, what is God and what is he like? And somebody came up with this description that God actually had a physical body and he resided somewhere beyond the clouds, and maybe someday we'll get to see him, and if we do, we can shake his hand, and if we're not careful, we might bump into him or something like that. And anyway, it just rubbed me the wrong way and thought, this is not the truth about our God. After all, God is everywhere. I knew that much, but I was disturbed by this description of God. I was mentioning to someone who was a very inspired person. And this person looked at me and very calmly went to the scriptures and repeated to me the words of the master Christian Jesus himself, who said that God is a spirit, and they that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. And when I heard that brief but simple statement, I felt a peace in my heart that yes, this is the truth about our heavenly Father God. He is indeed spirit. Otherwise, how else could he be everywhere, all the time, and every time, and indeed he is there for all of us, all the time. And so it is, I'm so grateful for the illuminaries in uh, our lives, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, who got the really clear uh, picture of what is true and told us and wrote it down. And we here we have Christian science, what a privilege it is. And, I'm so grateful for the many times I've got a glimpse of the truth and it has healed my heart. I'm so grateful for it. Thank you. Mara, Mississippi. Mara from Mississippi. Go ahead, please. 
Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm so happy to be here tonight. I'm so grateful for all that I'm learning from this church. Uh, I've heard many times during different testimonies the importance of denying pain instantly, whether it is a situation of hurting yourself by accident or just a sudden feeling of pain, how important it is not to allow it to enter your thought and believe it. I felt like I was really learning to do this. Uh, There have been many instances where I have burned or banged myself and instantly refused to accept it. And as a result, I never felt or saw any negative results. Last week, I felt a pinch and saw a tick on my wrist uh, that just bit me and was trying to attach itself to my skin. I took it off quickly, but for a few days, I started picking and scratching at it and did not pray about it until I noticed that my whole arm became red and swollen. I also started to um, experience feverish symptoms. I started to pray, but realized I was so wrong to allow it to get to the point that it was. Um, I heard many times that in Christian science, it is much easier to be proactive and not reactive. I found uh, the article on YouTube, uh, Immortality Brought to Light by Dorothy Ricci, read aloud by Karen. Um, she talks about how we should be so grateful to God for making us immortal and that we should thank Him at least a hundred times a day. Uh, I started to thank God for my immortality, and this helped me through the night. The next morning, I called my practitioner. Uh, We discussed how God's ideas should not harm us. He read a paragraph to me on page 514 in Science and Health, where Mary Baker Eddy explains that all God's creatures move in harmony and are harmless. My practitioner told me that ticks are God's creatures. They are useful in some way and should not harm me. I hung up the phone with her and instantly felt better. My energy was back and I didn't have a headache. Um, and by the end of the day, my arm was normal as well. I'm so thankful to my practitioner. Um, I'm thankful to all the resources that are provided by the Plainfield Christian Science Church. Um, and thank you to Florence for the beautiful readings tonight. And thank you all so much. Thank you. Shorty. Hello and good evening. My gratitude is for a quick healing a few weeks ago. As I was writing my testimony for church that night, I got a terrible pain in my stomach. I had a scheduled appointment to call my practitioner and during our conversation, asked for help with this pain. Soon, as I got up to go to the kitchen sink, I realized that the pain was completely gone. I texted my practitioner, and her reply was, Thank you, Shepherd. Yes, thank you, Shepherd, for your constant forever love and the understanding love and dedication of my practitioner. Thank you for leading me to this holy church and all who participate in following and practicing 
Christ Christianity as taught by Mary Baker Eddy. Thank you. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Thank you for the inspiring readings, the beautiful music and testimonies this evening. I wanted to express my gratitude for all that I've been learning in this church on how to live and practice Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science. I'm very grateful to my practitioner for her strong support, her teaching and instructions but I'm especially grateful for the corrections that I receive when I falter or I slip up, for they cause me to look deeper within myself, to uncover and to learn the lessons that I need to learn in order to grow and gain a better understanding of Christian science and my true relationship with God as his child. Attending this church and becoming a member has completely changed the way I live my life every day. I'm so thankful for all the resources provided to us on our website, for our practitioners, for our inspiring roundtables, our Bible studies, our Sunday and Wednesday services, and for all the testimonies that inspire and teach me as I hear how others apply Christian science in their daily lives. Tonight, my heart is filled with love and gratitude to God for the many, many numerous blessings and healings that I and my family members have received since my coming to this church through the application of the truth taught in Christian science and through practitioner support. And I am deeply grateful to God for each and every one. I'm grateful to be learning that every trial is proof of God's care and to know that through these trials our blessings come. I am so grateful to God for his ever-present love and help always, for Christ Jesus, for Mary Baker Eddy, for Christian science, for practitioner support, and for the Plainfield Church. And I am so grateful for this opportunity to be with you this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Linda from New Jersey. Go ahead, please. Good evening, and thank you very much for the readings tonight. I want to express my gratitude this evening for the exceptional material by early workers on our Plainfield Independent Christian Science website for our growth in Christian character and practical understanding of Mary Baker Eddy's pure Christian science. Recently, an assignment was given during the July 3rd roundtable to read Herbert Rigi's address called No... Well, I think it was this uh, Power Veto. I think I, I'm sorry. Uh, but as uh, this... this discussion was going on through the roundtable, and it was discussed the importance of the necessity of oil of gladness. I was uh, working around the house uh, one day, and I found a particular job very frustrating and began to lose my patience. I could feel the sense of joy fading. Then I remembered this important teaching that they said we cannot live without this oil of gladness. 
And I re- uh, decided that this activity I was allowing to steal my joy. And it was so clear to me that eh, there was no importance in the actual activity, but that my maintaining my spiritual poise and not losing it. So I refused to allow it to take my joy and just decided it had nothing to do with my joy. My joy was God-given. We are told that it's little foxes that ruin the vine. And so I could see how this subtle justification to be mildly irritated was trying to tempt me, but actually could become a big drain on the oil of my gladness. So I was very grateful that we had this discussion and this teaching and these wonderful works to read and to know that we cannot afford to even give these little things a toehold in our experience and the blessings of just maintaining joy no matter what. And not something I did all my life. And I lot of, um, found myself often in self-pity, but I'm so grateful to be bra- breaking this bad habit and realizing that joy has nothing to do with anything on the outward, but all within, from a gift from God, and that we need to radiate it. I'm so grateful for our wonderful God, for Christian science, the teachings of Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy, my instructions for my practitioner in this precious church that teaches us how to live it correctly. Thank you. Thank you. Day Day from Georgia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you for tonight's reading. Through my study and practice of Christian science in this church, I'm constantly reminded that there's no need to fear. A few prayers that I work with regularly are the Lord's Prayer, Psalm 91, and Psalm 23, which are full of the reassurance of God's power, provision, and protection. I'm constantly reminded that God, good, is the only power and that he's ever-present through daily healing. And when I'm faced with fear, even for a moment, I can call on God to feel him near, which gives me the comfort and confidence I need. I'm learning to keep better watch, to not be fooled or overwhelmed by aggressive negative suggestions, constantly keeping in thought that God is all. I'm thankful for every reassuring lesson, article, service, and all that's provided through this church that allows me to help others with what's blessing me. Thank you so much again for tonight's readings and for all the testimonies given tonight. I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Gary, go ahead, please. Thank you, Florence, for those fine readings on Fear Not. I'm grateful for a lesson that I have learned or am learning um, in Christian science to fear less. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to someday fearing not. (laughs) When I was a young adult and uh, first uh, came to Plainfield, I thought I was fearless. I didn't think I feared anything. I had uh, had a little bit of instruction in Christian science as a child, and I experienced some healing and thought that I really had nothing to fear. 
that after I got to Plainfield and began working with a fine Christian science practitioner in Plainfield, I gradually realized that a lot of the things that I did every day, I did out of fear. Hmm. Out of fear of not being loved, or out of fear of not being able to pay my bills, or out of fear of losing whatever. And as I realized, with the help of this fine practitioner, that I was doing a lot of things out of fear, I, uh, there are a couple of the passages in the Bible, and John began to take on new meaning to me. And one of those passages is, God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And another passage which stood out and kept with me was the passage that says, perfect love casteth out fear. And with the help of this practitioner, I realized that I needed to love more. I needed to love better. I needed to have, I needed to have a more perfect love for God, for my fellow man, and for myself. I needed to see that my being was spiritual and not material. I, I, I realized I had a lot of big, important lessons to learn that, uh, that I hadn't learned. And I have found over the years that this is a process. And I'm grateful for all the help that I have received from that practitioner and from others in the church to love better, to be more understanding and more comfortable with my spirituality and not so materialistic. Uh, I had to learn to stop being competitive. There are a lot of things that I had to get rid of and learned, and I'm grateful for every one of them. And I'm happy to say that I do fear less, and that I am a much happier and more content person as a result, and I'm looking forward to everything else that I need to learn, because I am finding Christian science has the answer to every question. It has certainly done so so far in my life, and I expect that God will provide whatever else I need going forward. So I'm very grateful for Christian science. I'm grateful for the help of that practitioner. Grateful for Mary Baker Eddy for discovering this science and giving it to the world. I'm so happy to be here with you all tonight. Thank you. Florence from Georgia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. I'm so grateful to God for Mrs. Eddie's message to all of us. And it affirms what the Bible says, that our peace 
It's in God alone. I am so grateful that peace be still. What he said in the Bible is to all human fears and to suffering of every sort. We've already been given this. We must practice it. I have two testimonies, one from California and one from Canada. The first one says, my heart is filled with gratitude for Miss Mary Baker Eddy, for Christian Science, and for this wonderful Plainfield Church and their round table. I have been struggling in many years financially for many, many, many years. But the teaching of Christian Science has lifted me, my thoughts, to see more clearly my true identity as the blessed child of God. I see myself each day as a complete idea of God, not lacking anything, because the practitioner of this church has been consistently helping me to gain a better view of myself. As a result of this change this summer, I had a wonderful opportunity to travel with my son to another country. All the fares, everything, all the expenses were paid for by a dear friend. This was beyond what I ever could have imagined. But God makes everything possible. Glory be to God. I am so grateful and thank God so much for this Plainfield Church Independent. And the one from Canada, he says, I was recently on a trip to visit a family member. There was much traffic on the road that day, and the driving slowed to a steady pace for quite some time. At one point, there appeared a few trucks which had merged into the highway, filling up all the lanes. I began to feel somewhat fearful with an uneasiness as to my safety and with the thoughts of what if, what if that driver decides to change lanes and does not see my little car? However, I did not let my thoughts stray any further as I then remembered a testimony that was given at a Wednesday evening meeting in which the testifier prayed while driving to know that God was the driver of her vehicle as well as all the others on the road and that each driver was in their rightful lane. That healing reminder became clear in my thinking and brought with it a sense of peace and calmness. I whispered a prayer thanking God for this gentle ever presence as I continued on with my driving safety. I'm striving each day to trust our dear Heavenly Father more and more and to know more clearly that God is with us at all times and in all places and in all circumstances. I'm so grateful to be here tonight to hear the, the practical use of this truth and the results that come from that. Happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Craig. Thank you, Florence, for those readings. And uh, 
and the history that you brought with us. Joshua, Moses, they all found that uh, God would teach them. Teach them, teach them to trust in him. And I like the hymn, Trust the Eternal. Well, as a parent, I'm finding that that's uh, important also. Because uh, there's so much love and instruction in this church, our children get, uh, they get, like, get it. <laughs> they get a lot of love and, and uh and, and, and knowledge and kindness. It's great kindness as I've seen. Well, um, I was concerned because my son moved away recently. And sometimes you have to move away before you realize all of what you've been given and appreciate it. We just saw him a couple days ago. and Whereas before he went away, he was very reserved. His arms were wide open and, and happy and, and when he saw us. And it, it just made me feel that he realizes that God is love that we're been given him and that we are peculiar people, as the Bible says, because we follow, we listen, we strive, and, and we trust the eternal and learn from that. And so... In that, I feel he better appreciates what's going on here, and it will emulate it or repeat it. So it made me so happy that uh, it's like the baby bird sometimes gets pushed out of the nest and learns to fly. That uh, our children, I don't need to be fearful that something bad's going to happen when they they leave the nest. But I can trust the eternal and that, that they'll see the difference and recognize what they need and, and, and uh, prove it as we do. Thank God for Mary Baker Eddy who made, has made sense of, of uh, history, of God, of, of the <clears throat> our prophets, of all this learning that, and experiences they've had. And we see it repeated now and forever. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremy. As a child, the authority figures in my life gave me a lot of inconsistent feedback. Things that were applauded on one day were rebuked on another, sometimes physically. I never really knew where I stood in life so I started working out what role I was supposed to fill in different situations. And then I used those roles like job descriptions to help me navigate daily life to avoid as much drama and pain as possible. Before coming here, I found out the limits of that thinking, however, since in a four-month period, I lost my job and my wife and a few other things. The loss of those roles, which I had been clinging to, left me feeling very prone and like my life no longer had value. Once I arrived in Plainfield, I started praying that it would become clear to me how to avoid another such low point. Through Christian science and practitioner support, I've learned to rely on inspiration more and more each day. This has been a wonderful experience. But during these past few years, when inspiration came that didn't fit into one of those roles I had, 
I wasn't quite sure what to do with it. For example, I enjoy painting, but I never found a way to fit that talent into one of my roles, despite feeling inspired to do it. And it had become apparent to me that what was really holding me back was that human thinking that developed those roles that I was still trying to stick to. I found here that I am not that vulnerable little kid anymore, but rather the child of God and all that that comes with that. I realized that the inspiration that God is sending me and my taking action on it moment by moment is all I could ever need to give me a clear view of myself and my purpose each day. So I've begun to let go of those old thoughts and devote myself to be more to be more fully God's expression. I'm so grateful for the teaching here in Plainfield of Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science and because it is the only tool we need to be exactly what God made us to be. I am grateful for that and grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. And now I have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. At a round table a couple of weeks ago, we were given an assignment to study the article entitled The Way by Mary Baker Eddy. This is a truly remarkable article, read with holy power by a practitioner from this church. Mrs. Eddy writes, quote, Cherish humility. Watch and pray without ceasing, or you will miss the way of truth and love. End quote. Many years ago, God brought me to Christian science by a most extraordinary set of circumstances. I had become quite a wretch at that point. I'd been through many trials, and I often got to feeling very sorry for myself telling myself that I was justified in this feeling because I'd had such a bumpy time in life. How incredibly wrong I was to do this. I was not humble at all. I was full of self-justification, the arrogance of the human ego. How grateful I am that God forgave me this trespass just as soon as I resisted that human ego, put it down and turned in absolute love to him. No argument within as to his mighty power over all. Through Christian science, I came to realize how wrong I had been for blaming God for my trials how wrong my thinking had been. Over the years I came to see the absolute truth of Christian science and all that Mrs. Eddy ever did or wrote. I began to realise that I had a very great debt to repay to God, who is the source of love and goodness who gave me every good thing in my life and who cared enough about me to give me the precise set of challenges that I needed so that I would not miss the way of truth and love. Through studying at Plainfield Independent, I have been healed of backache, 
headaches, nausea, many false symptoms of nameless nothing. I was healed of a serious injury attached to an accident. I have been healed of many problems here. I am so grateful to my loving and patient practitioner here at Plainfield who is teaching me how to listen to his will. Thank you, our Lord God Almighty, who gives us everything that we need to find the way of truth and love. Hymn 85 On the path that has no turning, patience, courage, meekness, learning. Great thanks for the precious learning here and so much love to you all, O dearest Plainfield Independent. Our next testimony is from Patricia. I had just moved to a rural area. On my first day, the drive of three and a half to four hours into Toronto, I arose early and walked to my car, only to find that the car keys had fallen off the key fob. The grass was tall there, and it was rather larger area to search. It was like looking for a needle in the haystack. I was tempted to feel it's just one of those days, but wait a minute, it's God's day, a holy day. I'm not going to work, I'm at work already about my father's business. It occurred to me to listen rather than to look for the keys. Listen to the divine mind. I stopped looking. Nothing is lost. Mind knows all, so as his reflection, I know. You have given me the keys to the kingdom, science. Please tell me, Father, about the keys to my car. Look at the bottom of your purse. And that is the last place I would have looked. But there they were, under a black fold, unseen in the dim early light. Halfway to work, I stopped for gas. I was quite surprised to find that all the gas stations would only sell gas if you had cash. Visa or debit were not accepted. I had no cash with me, only debit, so I couldn't buy gas. No ATM accepted my debit either, so I couldn't get cash. I learned that this had occurred in Ontario and across Canada, wherever the Rogers Internet provider was having a power outage. But the Almighty has not lost his power. I had exactly enough gas either to go to work or return home, and I had to decide what to do, as I wasn't sure I could get back home if I continued to work. But I had promised my employer that I would come to the work that day, as I would have been the only customer service rep in to work that day. What should I do, Father? Go forward. My boss came in much later in the day and loaned me cash to buy gas and get home. How grateful I am to divine love 
for this provision. And I'm very thankful to be a member of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. Thank you to all the other members and adherents who contribute to the very spiritually instructive and healing website. Good evening. Thank you. Lenny from Georgia. Go ahead, please. I just wanted to quickly say thanks um, for the readings tonight. They were just outstanding. Um, I'm so grateful for Mrs. Eddy and what she's given to us and the clarity of the readings about fearing not, you know, understanding what fear is, how to handle it, and just this shining light of, you know, what are our God-given rights. Um, you know, it occurs to me that fear is, is a real bully, and I'm, I recognize that, you know, it has tried to bully me in a, in a couple of areas of, of weakness, you know, one of them being my children. Just like one of the earlier testifiers had mentioned about, you know, worrying about children leaving home. I, I realize I've been worrying a lot about that and, you know, what, um, what that means for our family. I mean, I've been working with a practitioner in the church here um, about a, a number of different things related to that. And I'm just so grateful that for strong and fierce take no prisoners, prisoners attitude, because it's, it, that is that antidote to fear. It's that clear understanding of you know, our God-given rights and the truth about, you know, our children. So it just, thinking about all that tonight, I just, I was just so grateful for everything that I'm learning here at the church, for the support of the practitioner, and just hearing all the wonderful testimonies. Um, it's, it's, it's such a boon. It, it really builds up that, that armor and that resistance to any sort of um, infiltration by fear. So thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mary, go ahead, please. Good evening, everyone. I have a few things to read tonight. First being from Hawaii. Just wanted to share a sweet little interaction that happened today. My new practice for the past week has been to ask God for a word of the day. I've had the words all, distraction, judgment, etc. I write the word down on a bit of paper and slip it into my pocket. Every so often throughout the day I will pull this bit of paper out and focus on the word and what I need to make out of it. More often than not, I forget the word and it is nice to remember it is nice to have a reminder in a tangible way of bringing my thought back to the topic. Today's word is trust. I wrote it down and slipped it into my pant pocket, then went about my day heading to my favorite place outdoors. My neighbor, who has been going through a tough time, returned from her daily walk with her dog and stopped to chat. We spoke of many things, and I shared my new habit with her, reaching into my pocket to show her my word of the day. I had by this time forgotten what the word was. I read the word to her, trust. She lit up and smiled, and I laughed because this was actually her last name. She said she wanted to start adapting this, adopting this habit too. Trust in the Lord firstly and lastly, and we need not worry about what's the right thing to do. 
so grateful to know I am not in charge and that a little bit of heaven goes a long way. Much love to you all. And then this is a testimony from Mexico. At different times in my life, I was pro- prone to gastro- gastrointestinal disorders. This improved a lot when I was introduced to Christian science. It almost disappeared, but not completely. Now I realize that the complete cure was not achieved because the thing is that these disorders, I always saw them on a physical plane. It seemed to me that it was difficult to demonstrate it by divine mind, as if my stomach and intestinal disorders were outside of God's realm. Just last week, I had an episode of a stomach upset. After talking to a friend from whom I had received bad news, within half an hour I started to have severe stomach pain, then nausea. The first thing I did was to think that some food I ate was causing the upset. But in Christian science, we already know that food comes from God. It is the manna from heaven. It cannot harm us. So I corrected my thinking. I realized that what had made me sick was the conversation with my friend, which I had accepted as true, the bad events she told me, and then ate them up. I guess I was out of my watch post. So I began to deny it and recognize God's harmony. However, I began to feel worse, and I even began to expect the worst. But this time, thanks to the strength of the Spirit, I made the decision that on this occasion, the era would not win me the game. I began to declare several times the scientific statement of being with strength and also prayed Psalm 121. Being aware that the problem was mental, not physical, and that God was there with me. The remarkable thing was that suddenly the nausea stopped and then the pain subsided. And at last I was able to return to normal. Then I was able to go to sleep, and the next day I woke up perfectly free. For me, this was great. For the first time, I succeeded with the Christ to suspend a sentence of mortal mind over my stomach. Harmony returned to my thoughts and consequently to my body. I felt victorious together with our wonderful Christ. I succeeded in putting my foot on the dragon, truth over error, in many truth over error. In many places, Mrs. Eddy tells us to speak with strength and determination to error. Also in the Bible, it says, resist the devil and he will, and it will flee from you. And in the round tables of this church, we hear it a lot, which has been very useful to me, something to always keep in mind. For all this, I thank God, the only mind, for this demonstration of his presence and for having the blessed knowledge of Christian science. I also want to thank the dear practitioner who has been helping me metaphysically for some time now and whose work is facilitating my understanding in several aspects. I feel grateful also for the recent lesson sermon on God. I felt that this lesson gave me a lot of spiritual strength and I was able to apply it in what I had just told you, and also in other things that happened to me recently. 
I'm very grateful for the work of the lesson writers, for their dedication and inspiration. And I also thank God for all the work you do for the cause of Christian science in order to bless mankind with much with much affection. God with us. And then this from South Dakota. Thank you, Plainfield, for your faithful presentation of the Comforter as promised by Christ Jesus in the book of Revelation and as presented by Mary Baker Eddy in her textbook of Christian Science. Note, whereas I often found it difficult to be grateful for any committed appreciation for or deeper understanding of Mary Baker Eddy's statement that trials are proofs of God's care, this week's watching point bears witness concerning the fact that God has not promised skies always blue. The content of Watching Point 190 bears strong witness to Mary Baker Eddy's assertion and lays the foundation for finding gratitude amidst the trial. Thank you, Plainfield, for your faithful dedication to Mary Baker Eddy, the Comforter. And then from Virginia, encloses my monthly contribution to this independent Christian Science Church. In looking up the word independent in the dictionary, it says in part, not subject to the control of others. I am very grateful that this Plainfield Church took the stand to be subject only to Mary Baker Eddy's church manual, to see God as the only governor, and to identify each individual as free to grow to spiritual heights, humbly obedient to their father, mother, God. Many thanks for all the opportunities to grow in this church and to share the bounty with others. Very grateful for the love and the fellowship found here. And then Australia. The speaking of age may not leave all at once. The seeming good and bad qualities of age are cre created by society. Praising age, celebrating age, and having pride in it are difficult to let go of. These things are really the result of body identification and not of spirit. We as human entities have become entangled in the illusion from birth and, and life. To function in society, compromise is necessary. Yet in science, inward renunciation of age is a significant thing and is a good habit. Spirit is ageless, deathless, and limitless, thus dropping age out of mind and is a progressive step on the path out of error and out of hypnotism. And then last from California, and this is a quote um, from the Christian Science Journal, 1888. The church is the messenger which prepares the way of Christ to manifest himself. It is the forerunner of truth. The church is more than a prophet because its teachings, rightly lived, not only foretell higher manifestations, but are the heralds of Christian science. The church is the highest and greatest thought born out of materiality. When I read this statement, I felt immediately that there couldn't have been a better description of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, and I wanted to share it with you all. I am so grateful to have found my way here.
Thank you, Florence, for those beautiful readings. Always so good to be reminded that, yes, the Bible says many, many times not to fear. And when we know that God is all on all powerful, as my what as my practitioner once said, what are you so afraid of? <laughs> there is nothing to fear in knowing that truth. So I'm so grateful to be here, hear these wonderful testimonies and the beautiful music and beautiful readings. Thank you all and have a good night. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, let's sing hymn number 374. We, we thank thee and we bless thee, O Father of us all, that e'en before we ask thee, thou hearest thy children's call. We praise thee for thy goodness and tender constant care. We thank thee, Father, Mother, that thou hast heard our prayer. Hymn number 374.